this week's episode, we take a little bit of a detour and talk about the flair in Rare with Flair by going into our personal style and having confidence. We also talk way too long about our tattoos and go into very thorough backstories about why we got every single one of them. We also go into referencing bad decisions of our fashion youth and faux pas we made when we were in middle school and didn't know any better. (laughs) So many fashion mistakes. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rare with Flair, the podcast where two 20-somethings with the same rare disease are out there living our best lives. I'm your host, Cassandra. And I'm your host, Casey. Oh, my goodness. So excited to get into this episode, but really quick, just wanted to do a couple housekeeping announcements. I wanted to tie up some loose ends from last episode. I never said where I got my guide dog. She's from Guide Dogs for the Blind. And cool fun fact about Guide Dogs for the Blind, I don't have a history fun fact this episode, so this will have to do. (laughs) This is the history fun fact of the episode. (laughs) Guide Dogs for the Blind is the largest guide dog organization in the country. Um, They have also done some really cool PR stuff over the past couple of years. They have a documentary called Pick of the Litter. Uh, it's kind of confusing. There's two Pick of the Litters, but the original Pick of the Litter is just a regular documentary. It's on Amazon Prime, Hulu, and most recently on Netflix, and it's about guide dog puppies being raised in puppy raising homes. And then there's a follow-up series that's on Disney Plus about guide dogs leaving those puppy raising homes and going to quote-unquote dog college. So learning the skills that they need to become guide dogs. And it's super cute. So gotta give that a plug. Also, um, just wanted to say thank you to the listeners that have emailed us over the past week. We love the emails. Thank you so much. And we have a listener question that we're going to answer later in this episode, so stick around for that. So today, we are so excited. This is going to be a fun episode. A lot of our episodes that we've already done and our episodes in the future are going to be disability advocacy and education, and that's something we are both so passionate about. Mm -hmm. But we want to spice it up. We want to have fun. When we chose our name, we chose it really, really, what's the word? Intentionally? Yeah, intentionally. Yeah. Perfect, Cassandra. That's why I have you as a co-host, <laughs> because you finish my sentences. Aww. We named it Rare with Flair on purpose, because rare represents our rare disease that we both have, Hermansky-Pudlak syndrome. But the flair aspect represents originality, style, fun. We are just two normal 20-somethings who enjoy fashion and fun. So we want this episode to kind of be about our personal style, our confidence, like self-acceptance, all of that. Oh my goodness. It's going to be so fun. Do you want to tell our listeners about the joke of our title? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. So (laughs) I don't know how familiar everyone is with chronic illness, but when you're going through a period in your chronic illness, because chronic meaning like it's pervasive like it's always there you always have it but sometimes might be worse than others so when you are having a particularly bad time with your chronic illness it's called a flare-up but it's spelled f-l-a-r-e and our title is f-l-a-i-r but like we keep getting it mixed up and confused and like sometimes people write it wrong sometimes we write it wrong so (laughs) it was just so funny because we were 
we were so happy when we found this name, Rare with Flare. We were like, that's perfect for us. I think Cassandra, like... Rare with Flare Up. <laughs> rare with a Flare Up. And we thought that was the funniest thing we'd ever heard. We laughed out loud for, like, five minutes, and now it's a constant joke, and I feel like we have to let you guys in on the joke, because now we're just never going to let it go, <laughs> ever. Oh, my gosh. So, um, so this episode is somewhat disability-related, but it's not, like, the primary focus. We're mostly talking about ourselves and our and our preferences and our style um and I think especially for me and Casey and I were talking about this and we we agreed that you know having albinism growing up uh my hair was like bright white when I was born and it got pretty darkish blonde over time but people would always stare at me especially now that I have a guide dog of course everyone's gonna stare at me because dog but my my thing has always been, okay, people are going to look at me. I can't make them not look at me. But if they are going to look at me, I might as well give them something good to look at. I want to look nice. Yes, yes. We were both talking about how, you know, there's a certain stigma of how a blind person should look. Everyone has this idea in their head, I guess, from the media about what a blind person should look like. You don't often see in the media a young girl, you know, with a cane or a guide dog dressed up cute. Mm -hmm. When we're carrying our cane and guide dog, we really feel this need to represent blindness in a good way. I know that sounds weird, but like we want to look nice to give to let people know that blind people are normal we can be normal and we can love fashion even though we can't see well I've gotten some backhanded compliments over the years like wow but you dress so well or like you you know the the classic you're too pretty to be blind which is really rude let's be honest yeah like (laughs) I I don't I don't like the comment you don't look blind because what is a blind person supposed to look like yeah it's just because like we don't have eyes we have normal looking eyes let's say they're not um cloudy or any other way that the media has portrayed blindness and some blind people look like that but it really depends the eye condition and we do have nystagmus so our eyes move yeah but, yeah that's you true know. you have to watch us a little bit but mm-hmm. yeah bouncy <laughs> you pay attention a little bit but another thing i've noticed though you know you do get a lot of attention with the cane and guide dog and so sometimes when i didn't want that attention i would purposely not dress as cute like if i was just having a bad day and i didn't <laughs> want people to talk to me i would purposely dress down like in sweats even if i wanted to dress cute because i wasn't in the mood for extra attention i wanted to blend in and put my hoodie on over my head i know i'll wear like a lot of my like black clothing so i look like really intense <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird thing of like, I want to represent buying this well, but I don't want people to give me too much attention today. Yeah. But so we wanted to first, because Casey and I, we love fashion. So we wanted to, Casey thought of this idea of like, let's write five words that describe our personal style. And we're going to go through and talk about different aspects, clothes, shoes, makeup, all kinds of things. So Casey, what are your five words? My five words that describe my personal style are romantic, vintage, feminine, classic, and whimsical. So perfect. So mine are bright, feminine, edgy, trendy, and unique. Love. (laughs) To add on to that a little bit, I love buttons, frills, ruffles. I love Peter Pan collars. I'm wearing a Peter Pan collar right now as we speak. I love... Those are like the ones that are... The collars that are like 
not pointy. <laughs> yeah, how do you, like, a circled collar? Yeah, I don't know why it's called a Peter Pan collar unless Peter Pan wears that, and I'm just not aware. <laughs> I don't even know why. <laughs> They're curved collars. <laughs> and I love floral print, and I love pastels, which Cassandra is into bright colors. Wasn't bright yeah. one of your five words just now? It was. It was, like, the first one. <laughs> it's like, and my entire closet is pastels. Like, the which entire thing. Which is so thing. funny, because I personally don't think pastels go with my style. Well, what's funny, too, is we both had the word feminine in our five words. That was the one word we had the yeah. same. But I think we also have this, like, other side to us where Cassandra mentioned in the first episode, I have Doc Martens, and I love my Docs. I love Casey's Docs. I'm sure a lot of you know what Doc Martens are. They're, like, these, like, combat boots, so they're really not feminine, like, even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like mix-matching feminine and masculine together. Do you do that? I, I love that. I also just love, I don't know, I really love feeling like super edgy like motorcycle wear I love that I'm so into it you're um, so your leather jacket I love and... my leather jackets <laughs> I love this skater sheep distressed jeans like I really love that style but I also love like bright colors I love florals I love florals yeah, same we're probably gonna mention a lot of brands in this episode so None of them are sponsored, but um, I love Lily Pulitzer. Uh, if you've ever seen, it's just bright floral, you know, neony colors that are really feminine looking. Um, so something else that we're passionate about are shoes. Shoes. I love them. What kind of shoes are you into? Um, I, I've always loved casual sneakers. I think Same. that my fave. I've loved Converse since I was in middle school. I don't own like seven pairs anymore, but I do have just a classic pair of black uh, Converse and they make me so happy. Thanks to my boyfriend for buying me those. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Um, yeah, I have so many sneakers. I love Adidas. I love Vans. I have a ton of Keds. Like you will find me in either sneakers in boots, I have a lot of boots, or like the kind of Mary Jane type, like saddle Oxford type shoes. Oh, those are so cute. I love ballet flats. I wear them a lot to work. I think they're yeah. really classy. Um, I also, I I love booties. Like the really, if, yes. if you don't know what those are, they're like the ankle boots. I love those. Yeah, super cute. Yeah. I feel like we need to get into hair. You can go first because I've known Cassandra how many years? Six years. And every time I've ever taken a picture with her, if you want to look at our pictures through the years (laughs) on our website, you may. Every time we've ever taken a picture. Well, I've I've had different hair too, pretty much, but you really have had different hair. Yeah, I love playing with my hair. (laughs) (laughs) So for years and years, I had really long hair and it was down to like my hips. So, um... It was a combination of, I was going to college, um, my mom's mom, who was like, she was my like idol, my inspiration, I love my grandma, she always had like really short hair, and I always thought that was neat, and right as I was getting out of high school, I was super sick, I had a lot of health issues, and it was hard to even just get dressed some days, let alone try and put my hair in a reasonable state. So it just became so much work for me that I just didn't want to have long hair anymore. So about five years ago, I cut it into a pixie cut, and I have never looked back. I love it, it so, so much. It is so cute on you. and But you've also changed colors 4,000 times. Yeah, I also love coloring my hair because it, I just think it's so fun. And having short hair makes it really easy because hair grows fast. 
Uh, my favorite way to dye my hair is Overtone. I feel like it's gotten really trendy lately, but with good reason because it's such a good product. It's like a tinted conditioner. Um, What's your favorite color that you've had? Ooh, I've loved having purple hair. I've oh. done it at, periodically. I just decide I need to have my hair purple again. So. <laughs> I love that. I have naturally curly hair and... I started on a medication when I was 14 that I believe is the culprit for like a lot of hair thinning over the last probably however many years that is. <laughs> so my hair has been thinning a lot and the shorter it is, the thicker it looks. And luckily, since it is curly, I do have some body to it. But one day I was just getting so sick of my tiny. I, when I put my hair in a ponytail, it is literally the size of a pencil, like the <laughs> ponytail is. And so I was I decided to cut my hair into a pixie cut as well, kind of around the same time as Cassandra. But that was my reasoning was my hair was really thin. And so I cut my hair into a pixie, loved it. But what's funny is I kind of decided to start growing it out right before the pandemic hit. And then when the pandemic hit, I wasn't going to get my hair cut. So <laughs> it has grown out. And I will never be a long haired girl. I love short hair. I'll always be a short hair girl. But I am growing it out to like my chin. Like a bob. <laughs> oh, and I did have extensions for a, a time, which you can see on our website. I had really long extensions. Do you remember that? I had no idea you ever had extensions. Oh, yeah. They, they, they were, were good extensions then. <laughs> but anyway, we want to talk about nails, too, because hair and nails just go together. Yeah. I had a long history of biting my nails. Like, they were so nasty and short. And one day I was like, I'm stopping this now. And I tried to grow my nails out. I had tried many times before and failed. But finally, I grew my nails out. I'm so happy with them. And I love doing fun colors on my nails. Oh, that's so fun. I honestly don't... I don't hate having them painted, but I don't love it. I, I, I just love having short nails. I can't do the really long feminine nails. It just... it. I type on the computer, like, for a living, and so yeah. I, I hate the feeling of typing <laughs> on the computer with long nails. So I actually... Being low vision, I struggle to cut my own nails. I know some people can do it, and I've tried, but every time I do it, I always cut one of them extremely short, like I accidentally <laughs> go too far, and so it makes me never want to cut them ever again. Yeah, I can't do at-home manicures or pedicures. Like, visually, I cannot, nope. especially pedicures. Like, how the heck do you get close enough oh my to your toes? How do you see your toes? Although toenails are more forgiving. Yeah, you're right, they're, I think. Because they're, they're thicker. I've tried trimming my toenails when I've gotten really desperate. <laughs> when I was, like, <laughs> broken in college and I wasn't going to see anyone that could trim my toenails. I was like, okay, I got to do this. <laughs> I just can't paint them myself. Like, no oh, gosh, no. No. There's no way. Oh, my goodness. So, makeup. And this is a big topic for us. So, it's funny. When we were planning this podcast, Casey and I actually realized that we pretty much started wearing makeup around the same time in our lives. She and I were never, like, I think some girls are not allowed to wear makeup at points in their lives. Um, I was never not allowed to. I just lacked the interest. Yeah, same. I was never not allowed. And, you know, makeup's not for everyone, of course, but I just finally decided that I wanted to try it when I was, like, almost 14. So... Uh, I started using, like, really mediocre quality over-the-counter, <laughs> like, Neutrogena pressed powder. It was it was rough because being so pale, 
It's really actually difficult to find shades in our skin color. <laughs> yes. Did you use that lip gloss that was like the icy pink, like yes. the light pink lip gloss? <laughs> I just, when I think of like my middle school makeup, I think of like bronzer that was way too dark to make myself look tan, but it ended up looking bad. And I think of that like icy pink, like light pink lip gloss. That's what I think of. I know. Even in high school, I was wearing like foundation that was just it was a it was just a shade too dark like I purposely did it dark because I wanted to look tan (laughs) I purposely get these dark makeups like what was I thinking it wasn't until I was a senior in high school and it was because my O&M instructor I love you Hallie at the time she worked part-time at Sephora and so she was like you should go to Sephora and I was so scared because I had no idea what to do. Uh, yeah. Can I tell you my funny eyeliner story? Yes. Oh, I, I still don't know how to wear eyeliner to this day because it's so oh. hard. Well, let me tell you my funny story. I never wore it because I couldn't see. And I was like, I'm blind. I'm not even going to attempt eyeliner. Not going to do it. So when I went to college my freshman year, I was in this musical and we were, you know, in charge of doing our own makeup and it had to be stage makeup and really good makeup. And I've never been good at it. So I was asking the makeup designer lady to help me with the eyeliner. And I said, please help me with this eyeliner. And she said, no, I'm going to teach you and I'm going to make you do it yourself. Uh And at the time, I kind of thought she was being a little like mean to me. And I was kind of like annoyed. I was like, I'm blind. You're not going to help me. You know, I was thinking that (laughs) in my mind. But the fact that she made me do it, I I learned and I never went back after that. I really did learn. Wow. Yeah, it's really hard. I I learned how to do mascara um, with time. I can actually, so fun fact, I can actually put on my makeup without using a mirror. And so that includes like, you know, all the steps, uh, foundation, concealer, I can do um, some you know, I can do blush and like a little bit of eyeshadow. I don't do anything crazy with my eyes. And then I can do my eyebrows and my lashes without using a mirror. That's amazing. I have one of those like magnifying mirrors with the light around it. And I just get up literally with my nose touching it, which makes mascara and eyeliner hard because the, yeah, the container wand. will hit the mirror when I'm trying to <laughs> do it. But we're both obsessed with lip color too. Oh my goodness. I love lip. We love it. Well, you have such beautiful full lips too. So, oh, so I'm Hispanic. It's just kind of comes with the package um shout out to genetics i have the crappy thin lip genetic (laughs) yeah so my favorite lip brand is called bite beauty their products are like vegan and cruelty free but the pigments on them are just so nice and like they feel so soft going on it's really like it's a matte i love a a matte lip that's where all my lipstick is from Well, we can also talk about jewelry. And if we have, like, the same jewelry we wear every day, if we switch out. Um, For me, I pretty much have the same rings that I wear every day. And I think Cassandra and I have talked before. All of our rings have special meanings to us. And we're we're those sentimental people who have, like, specific (laughs) rings for things. But as far as, like, bracelets and necklaces and all of that go, I do switch it out. But I am the type of person that really likes a few nice items instead of a lot of cheaper items. So like, I only have like four necklaces that I rotate and they're just, they're nicer pieces that aren't gonna, you know, turn green over time or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely have a a few nice pieces that I wear. I think Casey and I actually both have a medical alert bracelet, right? Oh, we do. Yeah, I just remembered because I bought a new one this year that was gold filled because I wanted to, I I just, I never want to take it off. 
because I never want to have to put it back on. <laughs> I never take it off. A medic alert bracelet is basically you wear it, you have your medical information on it. So we have a bleeding disorder. So if we were to get into an accident, the the people would need to look at the medic alert. I said the people. What is that called? An EMT? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the people. Um, the EMT would need to look at it and know that we have a bleeding disorder. So we never take mm-hmm. it off. My doctor literally looked at me in the face and was like, don't even take it off on your wedding day. Whoa. <laughs> and I was like, uh, <laughs> sir, I might, but... <laughs> you know. Yeah, I uh, mine also says that I'm legally blind because I mine too. I'm afraid that if they try and look at my eyes and they're shaking, they're gonna think something's wrong with me. That has um, happened to me before. That's literally happened to me like ooh. three times where I've been taken to the hospital and they're like, "Oh my gosh, her eyes!" and I'm like, "This is normal, everybody. No need to panic." <laughs> and then I also have the fact that I have a my permanent ileostomy, so they won't be shocked when they see that I poop in a bag. But um, I love I love jewelry. I have like several rings that I like to wear at a time, um, and they all have special meanings. But um, I don't have any bracelets that I wear constantly, except the medical alert one or the necklaces. I have uh, several that I'll kind of rotate depending on how they look with the outfit. So I I have piercings. I've had my earlobes pierced. So <laughs> Latina Latina problems. I've had my earlobes pierced since I was like several months old <laughs> those have always been there i was basically born with earrings <laughs> i love that um and i have my nostril pierced actually so three years ago i went and got my nostril pierced i i just i really like my, my nostril piercing um yeah, right right it's now it's like a little black opal which i think is really cute and it's not super big that it looks kind of gaudy but it's like small but you know noticeable because it's black yeah it's super cute Thanks. <laughs> I also love hats. I don't know. I can't remember if you're super into hats. But you wear a flower in your hair constantly. I do. Yeah. She always has a flower in her hair. That's a story. Um, I think it was just since I was uh, maybe like eight years ago when I was in high school. I just started wearing a lot of, and this is before I even had short hair, uh, I started wearing a lot of accessories in my hair. They were mostly flowers and like headbands with, you know, things on them that were cute. And someone once asked me, like, is that your signature thing? And I'm like, yes, it is. So <laughs> yes. It ever, totally is, though. It totally is. <laughs> ever since then, I've always, I've pretty much always had something in my hair. And for the past, like, several years, it's been this white foam plumeria that my parents got when they went to Hawaii without me because I was a student and I had exams. But... I love that. Yeah, I have another best friend who he always wears a bandana. It's like the signature thing. And if I see him without the bandana or if I see you without the flower, I'm like, what is happening? My friends are not who they say they were. <laughs> um, but I I don't have a signature thing, but I do love hats. I love like little beanies. Like, Do you have any berets? Uh, oh, I do have one beret, but I always feel a little bit like I can't pull it off. Like it's a little I bit feel like scary. You could totally pull it off. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, like, you I would so love to cute. pull it off like in New York City. Like I was actually Ooh. gonna wear it to our conference this year that got canceled. I was like totally planning <gasps> on wearing this cute little beret. It has a bow on it. That's another thing I love you guys is bows. That's I love adorable. I have four different purses. Four with bows on the purse. Speaking of purses, I I don't like carrying purses because I feel so having a guide dog I have to have her harness in one hand, and the other hand I usually have to use sometimes to hold the leash. But also, if I'm not doing that, I'm going to hold coffee instead of a purse. <laughs> Very on brand for you. I love coffee. Um, so I, 
my bags are mostly backpacks. I have like this Michael Kors denim mini backpack I've had for years. And it's like taken a beating, but honestly, like it's still hanging in there. And I love mini backpacks. Well, it's funny that you say that because most of my bags are also mini backpacks. And that is because chronic pain, hashtag fibromyalgia problems <laughs> of most of my pain is shoulder pain. And so like, wh- I love how our- just talking about fashion literally comes back to disability at every freaking turn. Yeah. Um, most of my like one shoulder bags hurt my shoulders. So the equal dis- distribution mm. of the backpack is nice. And it's really funny because a lot of my YouTube viewers are like super like hyper focused on the fact that I wear a backpack, like instead of a purse, I've, I've gotten so many. Wait, really? Yeah, it's so funny to me. Like, hello out there. If oh. you've ever commented that, because I've gotten so many comments of like, why do you use a backpack? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Like, because it's not even a back. It's a backpack purse. Like, it's not like oh, a back, no. like a school kid backpack. It's like a miniature. No, leather. it's a mini backpack. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So one thing that we wanted to talk about and this might this take, might take while, three years, but it's also my favorite <laughs> topic in this whole episode. So Casey and I both have multiple tattoos. We love a tattoo. And we wanted to talk about them. <laughs> yes, we want to talk about them. Why don't you go first? Okay, I'll go first because I have less tattoos. So I currently only have two tattoos and I absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, would have three right now if it weren't for this pandemic because I have the perfect location oh. and idea. But uh, my first tattoo I got when I was 18, about a decade ago. Crazy to think about. And it, I, I actually have a, a matching tattoo with one of my best friends. Audrey shout out to her love her to pieces and she's very supportive of this podcast so it is a cross music note hybrid it's like hard to explain but we'll post a picture in the show notes two of the most important things in my life to me are my faith and my love of music and so and Audrey felt the same and so we were kind of getting it was our first tattoo we were excited we were getting it together and so and then my second one is actually funny (laughs) to this podcast because um (laughs) So my second tattoo, it's on my wrist, and it is the word rare in Braille. And it's funny because I don't want people to think I got this to be like a walking billboard of like, hey, guess what? I have a rare disease. The reason the reason I got it was to represent my HPS family because they mean the world to me. And every time I look at it, mm-hmm. I, I think of them and I'm anytime I'm, I'm going through a hard time, I look at it and it gives me strength because I think of my HPS family. And I said rare because... It's a rare disease, but also the word rare is really big in our community. We have a nonprofit called Dare to be Rare. We can link it in our show notes. Mm-hmm. And it's in Braille because that represents the blindness aspect. And also, I do have a love of, of Braille. So those are my two tattoos. That's awesome. And it's so perfect for you. I have three. All of mine have meaning, too. And I think mine mine are, like, larger than yours and in more, like, conspicuous places. My first tattoo I ever got is on my left bicep and it's a phoenix and it's drawn in really script abstract type of way with a lot of like lines and curls it's really uh, like i'm i'm really happy with it and i think it's really pretty so i got it because when i you know i mentioned that i was really really sick graduating when i uh, graduating from high school and it was really honestly a really traumatic time in my life it was so difficult to get through but you know I was had Crohn's disease and I was like not in a good place with that I lost a lot of blood because I have a bleeding disorder and I'll I'll tell the story another day but um I got my ileostomy and it was you know if I didn't get my ileostomy I definitely would not have survived so I've felt 
you know, reborn. So hence the phoenix, like being reborn. And Love that. Uh, above it, I felt that throughout that time, uh, my faith is also something that's really important to me. So above it in Latin, if you if you know anything about the Lutheran church, which I'm not actually a part of, but um, they have these five, they call it the five solas. It's in Latin and they all mean different things related to Christianity. So I got one that says sola fide which is Latin for by faith alone, which just means a lot to me. And then my Love other, it. my second one is on my left ankle and it's a cactus. I got it in honor of my grandma a couple years after she passed, my mom's mom that I mentioned earlier. She was a small, feisty woman. She had this amazing big faith and she had just this beautiful heart for other people she was so strong but could be there for everyone so hence the cactus because it's pokey outside but soft inside oh, and then love it. it says te amo mucho in her handwriting which is i love you lots and then the oh. last one is on my right thigh and it's a matching one also with my older brother since we're puerto rican um the native people of puerto rico had they were called the tainos they had a lot of ancient symbols one of them is just this sun and it looks like it's kind of cut cal- calligraphic <laughs> that's the word i'm looking for and um it has like a face so we got that sun and then um and suns are like a really important thing for me i like was called sunshine in high school and mixed with our culture and then behind the sun we have like two arrows intersecting because it's me and my brother oh i forgot to mention that my rare in braille i do have matching with my mom my mom got that one too so there is not a tattoo on my body that does not match another human being (laughs) (laughs) yeah so let's talk about when we found our style because the funny thing is cassandra and i like i said have been doing a lot of talking about planning for these episodes and learning things about each other that we never knew and learning we have so many more similarities than we realized because we both found our style didn't we both say it was ninth grade that we found our personal style because in middle school I was a sheep I was literally just wearing what everyone else was wearing I wasn't into fashion I didn't feel like I had any particular style that was my own that I loved and we were, we were joking about how we were wearing like khakis and polo shirts and like gauchos and, and corduroy pants corduroy and- pants and those um what are those things called the things that go over your head but have no arms the um ponchos the ponchos yes so like (laughs) like and all the the name brand like aeropostale and hollister the north face the north all of that yes there was there was such weirdness style in the (laughs) in early 2000s yeah the closed-toed birkenstocks (laughs) there were so many layers of things like people would wear a t-shirt and then layer a cameo over it was not cute i don't know why we did it jeans with a skirt on top (laughs) i definitely was doing that it was so embarrassing and like at the time i was in style i was wearing the the trends but like I didn't find my style until ninth grade. Yeah. I pretty much, I started shopping at like the trendy stores at the time, but I finally just, I started paying attention to what other people were wearing and what I liked that other people wore. And I went to stores and just wanted to find things that made me happy instead of just finding what everyone else was trying to do. And, you know, 
I still, I consider myself, like, pretty trendy, so I like to go for what's popular, but oh, I want to do it my way. Yes, that's you exactly know? right. Like, I, I love the new trends, but I, I add a twist on it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And we also want to talk about what we think of each other's style, because we've never talked about that, so I was just going to tell you that I think... Even though your style is different from mine because I'm not wearing bright colors, I love that about you. I love that when you walk into a room, you know Cassandra's there. She's owning the place. Like, she – because you, you're just so – your style is so happy. And you, you take the crappy situations in your life and you make it happy and that's how you dress. You dress so happy and you have your flower in your hair and you just can't miss her. She's tall. She has colored hair and she dresses cute. So it's like you can't miss her. Aww. And I really like – how you mix feminine with like more edgy stuff. And I really love it when you wear like a cute skirt with like a casual t-shirt instead of, you know, you could wear a skirt with a blouse, but you often will do like the casual yeah. and fancy together. I really, that's my favorite thing you wear is like, pull, you pull that off really well. It's so That's really sweet. Thank you so much. I was thinking about your style and I just, I love your ease and femininity. It is so romantic and gentle. I feel like I could imagine you in like a novel. Oh, it's so cute. I, I love, love it. That. And I like your accessorizing is like on point. Like you have such nice rings and you, I feel like sometimes especially, I mean, so, okay. I see Casey pretty much mostly at our conference so we are sort of making an effort because like we only I know I know I was just year. about to say you catch me when I'm in full accessorizing mode because but I'm trying she to looks <laughs> amazing I mentioned her Doc Martens in the first episode but like she finds a way to wear them that looks still very soft and feminine even though they're kind of big and clunky shoes um and like I'm still like you have some pieces in your wardrobe that I have literally I have never forgotten. So if you if you see the picture that we posted for our last episode, announcing our last episode, Casey is wearing this red skirt that I'm in love with. Where did you find that skirt? That is from Anthropology. Thank you. Oh, that's I, such a cute. I skirt. still have it. Yeah, it's this skirt. It has buttons on the front and in the back. It has this like crisscross tie. It's I am proud of that skirt. Like. You're the nicest. Thank you so much, my love. But yeah, I think, you know, there are times, especially with having a disability and standing out a little more, that we have felt insecure. Like, you know, we're both really pale. We both have nystagmus, which means our eyes move. Mm. Like, there are some physical differences about us. Not not severe at all, but you know what I mean. So I think it did take me a while to get confident and to come into my own and mm -hmm. I still don't think I'm like a model it's not like I look in the mirror yeah. and I always love how I look like we all have our days but in general like I I am confident now in who I am and all of that and I think you know fashion has helped and growing up has also helped yeah yeah for sure I think there was a there was a point in high school where I so fun fact surprisingly I know, I'm blind, but I ran cross-country for, like, five years when I was in school. You'll never catch me running now. Uh, but I, I did run, and so I was pretty self-conscious about the way that my legs looked in shorts. Um, so I tried to use some self-tanner. It was, like, not amazing quality self-tanner, though, so it did that thing <laughs> where it makes your knees look a little orange. And, I, like, someone called me out on it once, and I was super embarrassed. But I did really like the way that my legs looked wearing it. It wasn't, like, extremely dark because it would then not match with the top half of my body. But um, 
you know, I am glad that I did that because I, I'm, you know, I gotta say, I'm actually really happy with the color of this, of the skin on my legs as it yes. stands. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk really quickly about body image, having a chronic illness. Um, it's kind of different because having Crohn's disease, a lot of the time people will lose lots of weight. And so I was really underweight in most of high school. And then when I would have a flare-up, like we mentioned earlier, um, uh, when I was actually not doing well, they would put me on steroids, which would help balance out my colon, but then I would gain, like, a lot of weight all of a sudden. And so it was really hard to, like, understand my body when it was fluctuating so much, and it was kind of, like, difficult to gain weight, to be, like, a normal weight, because Mm. I was so used to being super tiny and... Even in those times, I would still feel self-conscious because, like, my legs were, like, really, really skinny, and so I felt like I looked like a skeleton, but I finally got up to, like, a really normal weight in college, and you know what? It was so, it was so freeing, but it still was, you know, I felt that my body image had been warped a little bit by the fact that medications had played so much into it, and even while I was in college, like, I would be on different meds, so then I would, like, suddenly gain lots of weight, and then lose a lot of it so it was just it's kind of a sliding scale but just know that you know if you're chronically ill and if your body changes a lot it's just it's beautiful yeah Uh, I don't know if you needed to hear that today but yeah that makes total sense like with me I feel like I can kind of relate in a different way with my hair because like I said I think a medicine triggered it but I also I'm chronically very anemic I also have thyroid issues and some hormone stuff so literally like all of the things that could make your hair thin and that was a huge confidence thing for me and a problem for me. And I have grown to love my hair and I've grown to be like, screw it. If my ponytail is the size of a pencil, I don't care because I'm growing out my hair now where I am putting it in a ponytail again. I feel like a lot of people with chronic illness might deal with thinning hair too. So like I'm right here for you and it's not always easy, but embrace it. Embrace your cute thin hair. For sure. And then I know you've talked about nystagmus on your YouTube channel, but I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah. So also with nystagmus, which is our eyes moving back and forth, like that that does play a big role, in, or, it, or it did, I should say, because I'm trying to get better about it, but it did play a big role in my confidence, especially because I'm an actor, and so those kind of things are really called out. Like when you're an actor, if you're too fat, too thin, too tall, too short, whatever, they're going to tell you. So they're going to tell you what's wrong with you. And they told me, you know, your nystagmus is distracting. I've heard it many times. So that was a big thing for me. And I've come to accept who I am and in accepting who I am, I have accepted my nystagmus, or at least I'm trying. I'm on the road to acceptance. And I do appreciate the nystagmus sometimes because it helps people know that I can't see when I need someone to believe I can't see. Yeah. I think there was also, we wanted to talk about just embracing things about us that are, you know, make us really unique. Uh, One thing I really love is my arm hair because I have albinism. (laughs) My arm hair is white, which is amazing. I love that too. I have a lot of arm hair, but, like, nobody really knows because it's so white. And, like, you can tell a little bit more when I have been on times where I've been on steroids. And when the sun shines on my arms, like, they glow because they're so hairy. (laughs) But you wouldn't be able to tell because they're white. It's so nice. Oh, I love that. No, it's so nice. I totally agree about that, too. Uh, Another thing is that... I've written an article about this. It hasn't come out yet. But um, I think because we are so noticeable and people do stare at us, 
we have this kind of paradox of being famous. <laughs> we go places and people, they know who we are and we have no clue who they are. I was once, I work in a really big corporate building and I was once on the other end of the building that I am never at. But like this woman stopped me in the bathroom and she was like, do you walk to work every day? Because I see you every day walking. And I was just oh like, my gosh. That's so, there's no incognito, you know? <laughs> yeah. If you have, if you have a cane or a guide dog, people are going to remember you forever and ever and ever for sure. Yeah. And we, you know, we still have our moments, but what do you do that like makes you feel better? I think like self-care is good you know give yourself Mm. a facial if you want it uh and i I know there are a lot of different types of self-care i know it's gotten really popular in 2020 to be like self-care is a facial skin routine you know but you don't have to do all that you don't have to have a skin fridge okay but i think maybe picking out a nice outfit or if even if you don't want to shop and spend money shop your own closet put things together that you've never put together before Mm. like i love doing that of like oh this skirt would look cute with this and i've never worn it like that yeah uh, this is very contrary to most like most women and much feminism i actually really enjoy shaving my legs because i found products that i actually just really loved and it got like such a close shave on my legs that it made me feel so soft and and like luxurious so dollar shave club man it's like looks like it's a men's product but honestly like they give you like a scrub and then a shaving butter and then lotion after it's super nice honestly i've never loved shaving more so you're making me want to try that it's really great but yes so we had our listener question which i'm going to pull up right now our listener question is from david he wanted to ask about work accommodations that we use and how we requested them also how we interview like with canes and guide dogs or if we do yes so for my accommodations uh, i've had a lot of different jobs my most recent job i was working at a theater and so i honestly when i'm doing acting kind of jobs i don't need that many accommodations so i have worked in an office And I have used, you know, programs on my computer. Um, I think Assange might be better to answer this question about accommodations at work. Sure. Yeah. So um, I work on the computer all the time. And so the accommodations I usually need are if I'm getting a Windows computer for my job, I need Zoom text on it so that... um, it's a magnification app that allows you to enlarge the screen and like move around in a smaller version of the screen, but everything is like close up. Yeah, Zoom sense. text is amazing. I honestly have no idea how people use the computer without it. My job is extremely flexible working in technology, so sometimes I, since I walk to work or depend on like rideshare, sometimes I'll ask for like a flexible work schedule, which is it sounds really funny now but like I would work from home one or two days a week that's normally what I do and I for as for interviews I I think I always went in with my cane or guide dog it wasn't necessarily by choice I just always had them with me even in college when I'd go to job fairs I would always have my cane or guide dog because I was probably in between going to class so I never I never had any uncomfortable situations or problems with it 
which I'm grateful for. I've heard some stories of other people with albinism that have gotten like really uncomfortable or in-person impertinent questions. Yeah, I've done both. I've, I've gone into an interview with my cane before and then some interviews I haven't. And you know, this is a whole other topic for another time, but you, it's your choice if you want to disclose in the interview about your disability. You absolutely don't have to. You don't have to tell mm-hmm. them until they hire you. However, some sometimes if the time is right, I will say it in my interview. And one time I, I told the woman who was interviewing me about my eyes and she goes, oh yeah, I was going to ask about that because she had noticed my nystagmus. And I'm like, I'm glad you did it because that's not okay. That would have been illegal. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think if you want to, I think it's up to personal choice if you want to bring your cane and guide dog into the interview, but if you need it, use it and hopefully people will treat you with respect. Absolutely. So just, and you know, if you do just own it, of course. Last thing that we had today was Casey and I have another little game. We love our little games. <laughs> we love our little games, and we wanted this game to be fashion-oriented. So it's a this or this, and it's all fashion-related, rapid-fire, just pick one, this or this. Okay, uh, so I'll read to you first. All right, Vans or Nikes? Vans. Denim jacket or leather jacket? Oh, you know the answer to that. It's leather, <laughs> leather. jacket. I love denim jackets. Uh, floral or stripes? Definitely 100,000% floral. Sweater or hoodie? Um, I don't like hoodies. Yeah, so definitely, I'll have to go with sweater. Uh, I feel like hoodies choke me. <laughs> I don't like hoodies if they have a hood, but I'm obsessed with the crew neck sweatshirts. I love crew neck. Okay, that's, I wear yeah. them all the time. And like, literally, you will not sweaters. find me in the winter without a crew neck sweatshirt on. Um, nail polish or eyeshadow? If I had to pick one, I'd probably go with eyeshadow, but I only, I don't know anything fancy with my eyes. Right. Me either. Bikini or one piece? One piece, mostly because if I am wearing a swimsuit, I need to wear sunscreen, and that's just a lot of Oh, you're right. That's more body space to put sunscreen (laughs) on. Headband or hat? Ooh, headbands are getting really trendy now. Aren't they? They are. But they'll hurt my head. They literally give me a headache. Sometimes. I know. Uh, it's I feel the same way. But yeah, I do. I wear, I have a lot of like wide brim hats. Um, I went as like a graduation thing. I went to Europe with my parents last year. And so I have a bunch of hats and all of my fi- pictures. I'll have to like put one in the show notes. Yeah, now. they're so cute. Skinny jeans or flare jeans? Definitely skinny jeans. Same. I, I'm a skinny girl. Skinny jeans girl. I love tight jeans. I love how I just said I'm a skinny girl. What I meant by that was a skinny jeans girl. I'm not <laughs> calling myself a skinny girl. Um, next, a cardigan or a vest? Huh. What? Okay, what is your definition of cardigan, though? <laughs> um, you know, like a light sweater with buttons that opens up. Okay, it has buttons. Okay, well, so... Well, it could have buttons. It doesn't have to have buttons. I think probably cardigan. I don't actually own that many vests, and I don't know okay. how to wear them when I do. <laughs> Okay, that's fair enough, fair enough. And last one is boots or sandals. I love, I love like, colder weather stuff, so boots. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm with you on that, boo. I'm with you. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I got my 10. Here we go. Are you, would you say that you're more preppy or more goth? I mean, neither and both at the same time, but probably (laughs) preppy. Yellow gold, white gold, or rose gold colored jewelry so difficult i have equal of all of them i'll go i'm going through a yellow gold phase right now though Ooh, okay yellow gold is like mostly always my pick high waist or low rise 
absolutely every day high waist. You will not find me in low waist. I love high waist. Ever. Oh my goodness. Ever. It's so comfortable to me it's to wear so, a high waist pant. so much better in every way. <sighs> okay, do you, I think we did talk about this, but do you mostly wear the same base pieces of jewelry or do you have lots of different ones? Mostly the same. Uh, mascara or eyeliner? Mascara, for sure. Baggier, loose fits, or more tucked and fitted? Oh, that's so hard, because really neither, but mm, maybe baggier. I never... Like, more like boho? Yeah, I don't know, because I... I'm really, I, I am kind of conservative in the way I dress, not for any particular reason. I just like, I don't really like like tight, tight, tight clothes, but I'm also not super baggy either. Yeah. But maybe, I do love weird. a good boyfriend jean though. Ooh, okay. I, I tend to veer more toward like things that are a bit more fitted. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's not hard. like super tight, you know, but fitted. Right, maybe more fitted. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Glasses or contacts? Well, if I had if I had to wear them, I would definitely choose glasses. I think glasses are so cute, and I wish I needed them because I think they're so cute. Yeah, I, I know that you wear them occasionally, which is why I asked. I love how I look in glasses. I wish I could wear them. <laughs> uh, and I know you mentioned this, like, just a minute ago, but fitted or boyfriend jeans? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I love both. There is a time and a place for both because I love a good fitted skinny jean that's, like, literally painted onto my body. Yeah. But... <laughs> Lately, I've, I've loved my boyfriend jeans, so I'll go with that. More like cool tones or warm tones? Ooh, good question. Most of my clothes are either pink or blue, which is kind of warm and cool. So I literally okay. think I'm a hybrid. Okay. I think, I think I'm more warm in the sense of I just love wearing lots of yellow. So, <laughs> And then would you... more? Are you more of like a distressed jean look? I feel like a lot of my questions are about denim, but <laughs> distressed jeans or uh, more just you know regular. I feel like I'm so I'm so bad at this game because I literally own <laughs> equal parts distressed and not distressed jeans, and it really depends on my day and my look. I maybe That's I'm a little bit though. more not distressed probably most of the time. Okay, yeah, I think. I like distressed jeans. I think if I had a choice, I'd probably wear them more, but I yeah. can't, like, wear them to work, so. Yeah. <laughs> but that is our game. Again, if you have any questions please, or comments or anything, please feel free to reach out at hello at rarewithflare.com. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. We had so much fun today doing our flare version of the podcast, and we hope you liked it. And we will get back to more disability topics, but we're going to do a mix, and we're excited. Well, we so, hope you enjoyed. Hope Follow you us enjoyed. on the socials. Yes. Give us a review for Casey's Dog yes. Voice. <laughs> the review for the Dog Voice. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.